0: So, I'm Siobhan, and this is Siobhan's John, and I have a very special guest with me today. I have Maya Coleman, the off-campus activist for the Black Student Union. How's your day going?
1: My day is going so well. I'm so happy to be here. Super thankful that you
0: invited me. So, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I was so excited to have you on. I literally wanted you on like all semester. Oh, <laughs> wow. I did, I really, really did. Uh-huh. So, I think everything that you are doing BSU is just amazing. Like I've only been to a couple meetings because I have class like at that time mm. but just the things that I've seen like tell me about like what you do there. Mm. Um, so yeah I'm the off-campus
1: activist for the Black Student Union and one a lot of the things that I do are in combination with my team too. Um, so we have a whole line of beautiful women who are on the executive board um, that assist in Um, every event that I put on or any initiative I put on um, but my job is to really connect um, the off-campus community with the community on campus so making sure that students are aware of what's going on outside of you know this realm that we're so focused on in in school and and understand what's going on in the education system what's going on um, with the people who are experiencing homelessness like what's really going on outside of this um, this realm and making sure that they're in tune with that they're uh, aware of the resources also that are available for them outside of school so that when it is over you know I mean because it's a short part of your life when it is over you're not just thrown into something it's actually you know what I mean you have had experience with either volunteering or getting connected with um, different
0: organizations that care about the same things you do. How is that going like the events and like everything that you're putting on like is it is it flowing? Is it going good?
1: Yeah, it's flowing. It's really going good. Um, uh, one of my favorite favorite ones so far was um I did a panel discussion um, called "Define Activism," and um I invited different leaders from the Sacramento community who are either natives or have been here a long time and doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And um it was just really cool to get the personal insight of kind of how they live their life, not just you know everything everything that someone does as far as their persona or their job like you can google those things but you can't really google like what it's like to wake up in the morning and not feel motivated to you know what i mean do the work that you do or
0: exactly. or what it takes
1: to really keep you going so we had that conversation and it was really cool
0: who did you have on the panel
1: uh we had paul willis we had Aaliyah, we had um a blank drawing a blank cry um, j and we had who else am i missing missing one person. That's Sydney.
0: That's a hefty panel. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing.
1: And they're all heavy hitters, so. Yeah. Um one was like a realtor. Um one was an artist of all forms. She she raps, she does poetry. Um she's also a CEO of like a um Traveling agency that promotes black people going back to Africa and and understanding where they're from. Um, I love that. Wow. Yeah. So and Paul Willis he's he does everything if you Google him you can (laughs) really get into like what he does in Sacramento and abroad. So
0: yeah. That is so cool. cool. So I know that you and I were talking this morning about kind of like interpersonal relationships and emotional labor when it comes to friendships. Mm -hmm. And so something like for me like when i saw the thread on twitter that was talking about that my best friend whenever she wants because we've been friends a really really long time and whenever she has something to tell me mm-hmm. she always asks me are you in a space to receive this information yeah and i am so grateful for her because not everybody thinks about that mm-hmm. because you know you don't want your friends to be an emotional dumping ground for everything that you're going through but right your friends should also be people that you can talk to Mm -hmm. so what do you think about emotional boundaries or emotional labor when it comes to friendships
1: i think emotional boundaries in friendships and relationships in general just like with family too right Mm -hmm. they're so important to maintaining like your own sanity because if The people, because when it comes to, like, relationships, some people think, like, oh, just because I talk to you every day, that means I can bring you all my problems without any fair, like, warning, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. And... Because how that has been normalized, I think it puts people in a negative spot to, to even speak up for themselves of like, Hey, like I actually can't talk about this right now. I'm either experiencing something on my own or I had a really long day and I won't be able to really process with you. Like what's going on? Like, can you give me some time? Sometimes we can't even speak up for ourselves because of how much we've normalized, um, always having to be there for the people we care about, um, right at that moment. So I think having emotional boundaries allows you to create a space where you are protecting yourself, but also to where you could show up better for the people that you love. You know what I mean?
0: That's a big part of it because yeah. you have to make sure that you're in the right space to even even be given advice if Yeah. That, if that's the case. Because a lot of the time, either when somebody comes to you with their problems, they either want one of two things. They want just someone to listen to yeah. or be like, hey... Fixed my life kind of thing. And it's not, not everybody can do that for you. Facts. And so I think it's so important to set up boundaries. Mm -hmm. But then I also get into this weird space where I'm like, well, these are my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, oh, like, I should be the person that they should be able to talk to about their problems. Yeah. And so if I'm not, I'm like, am I not being a good friend?
1: Absolutely not. It's like, I feel like when you communicate that, right, with, with the people that you care about. It has to be also their responsibility, too, to know am I bringing you something that I can wait the next morning to talk about or am I bringing you something that's, like, immediate right now, either I just face some sort of trauma or I really need your advice on something that's going to matter right in this moment. Like, that's, you should have people in your life to where you know that even if there are boundaries that you normally abide to, there's going to be some leniency if it's a, like an emergency. Um, but the people you care about should also care about you and know that, okay, if this can wait, you know, a couple of days. Like, uh, it's fine. Like, let me let me let her know or let me let him know um, so that I just give that grace, you know? Like, that's right. uh, to me, that's what it means to care about somebody is to also care about their time, care about their mental state as well.
0: I think a lot of the, like, when I do this podcast, Mm-hmm. And I think I talk to like, I talk to other people about things that they're going through or things that I'm going through. And a lot of the time we want to make ourselves look like the best versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we don't <laughs> always talk about the things that maybe we did badly. Yeah. And I remember last year I had a friend. She was, I was friends with her for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And I remember she came to me one day. She called me and she said like something awful had happened to her. Yeah. And I am the worst person to vent to well not okay i shouldn't say that not the worst person to vent to cuz i will i'm a great listener but i'm not always good at like the response yeah you know i'll think of something to say but i might just i'll be a good presence for you mm-hmm. you know like good energy yeah but i think maybe she needed more okay and so i remember she had told me and i stayed on the phone with her for x amount of hours and then we had talked about it gradually, like, over the next couple of, you know, months. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, if I'm going through something, I feel like my friends should be my safe space to where I maybe I don't have to think about whatever's going on. Okay. So I don't want to bring up your trauma or, like, something that's been bothering you randomly throughout the day. Because, like, what if you're having, like, a great day? Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, how's that one thing you're dealing with? hmm Because then it could bring them back to that different, you know, space. Mm-hmm. And I remember she told me, she said, you know, it had been a couple of months and she said, I can no longer be your friend Oh. because you didn't, you weren't there for me in the way that I needed you to be. Okay. And I needed more from you. And I remember for me, that was crazy. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was so grown up and it was so blunt and it was, I mean, it hurt, but I was also like, what more do you want from me? Yeah. And that probably sounds so mean. What more do you want from me? No, it's honest. It's honest
1: because that's not, you know what I mean? That's not uncommon. Either we retaliate about how people show up to us, right, as if it's not enough, but we also don't take responsibility that we never communicated what we needed. And if we don't do that, like, how can we hold people accountable for being a quote-unquote good friend? If it's like, I've never told you that, hey, like, I need you to check up on me every now and then. Like, that would make me feel really good. Or I need you to... uh, if I if I bring something to you, I would love if you if you checked in with that every now and then. You don't have to talk about it every day, but I would love if you checked on my mental state, too. Like, that's what it means to be a good friend, you know, right. like, but we don't have these conversations. We just, you know, create these bonds with people and we have no recollection of of what type of maintenance it's going to take to obtain the fri- friendship
0: exactly and then we
1: end up disappointed with what we receive because we didn't communicate that it's like can you really be mad i mean I, you're entitled to your feelings of course but to to make it seem as though someone's not a good friend without you communicating what a good friend is is kind of not cool
0: it's hard because yeah. a lot of the time what i feel like we're doing is where we're treating people the way that we want to be treated
1: yeah and that is
0: good and it's bad too Facts. because sometimes the way that you get through something is not the way that your friend gets through something absolutely so i could be doing everything for you but it's not you're not receiving it it's kind of mm. like your love language yeah you know you're not receiving whatever they're giving to you so basically you're doing nothing
1: right and you think you're doing everything in the world right you exactly. think you're like i'm what i showed up for you you know what i, mean? I listened like i'm re- a really good listener <laughs> and not even knowing that they needed advice but right. it like i said it's a give and take in the people that come to you for something they have to know who they're coming to also if i'm going to somebody that is a really good listener and maybe not the strongest at giving advice i have to know that i go to her when i want to vent and i go to this person when i need some solid logical reasoning you know what I mean? absolutely. <laughs> knowing the difference between the people that are in our lives i think would release the stress and the pressure that we feel to be everything for everybody absolutely know?
0: yeah absolutely i think another hard part about this. I wonder if you've dealt with this as like breakups with friends. Mm-hmm. Cause it's hard. Yeah, It's hard, but it's a different kind of pain than like, like in a relationship. Yeah. Is that something that you've dealt with before? For
1: sure. Like not even too long ago. And, and luckily the person was able to deal with it in a, in a mature way for the most part. But it was like, no one on this planet is perfect. Like, I was just talking about this like if you find them let me know I would love to have a conversation but no, you're not gonna find anyone that's perfect so even the people who are as nice as they can be like they maybe have some flaws in how they show up for the people they care about and for me it was that I didn't know certain things that I was missing or certain things that would have enhanced my friendships in a positive way rather than make them feel like I'm not really there and For me, it was also not communicating fully of what I was experiencing in my own life, what my time was like, you know what I mean? Like, how I valued my time. Also, what my love languages are. Like, what does it mean? You know what I mean? Like, are my closest friends people I talk to every day? Absolutely not. So the people who do want to be talked to every day, they feel like they're not important to me. And I'm just like, no, like, you're really important. I just don't feel like I need to talk to you every day. I don't feel like I need to hang out with you multiple times a week or multiple times a month. You know what I mean? Like, knowing that for myself, also created a space, like, where I forgave myself before I even needed their forgiveness of how good of a friend I was, right. you know? I had to be like, okay, like, I could definitely see how that could have hurt somebody's feelings. Um, one, that wasn't my intention, so that's my first thing. It's like, it wasn't my intention, but this is this is what I caused. Um, but also, I'm a good person, and I do my right. best, and I'm constantly evolving, constantly growing. So people that also are in alignment with that are going to give you grace the same way you should give yourself grace. But the people who are, you know what I mean, you're not good enough, you're not here, you're not doing this, you're not X, Y, and Z, it's also a personal thing that they have to deal with of why they they feel so reliant on a friend when that there's certain things that they should have within so themselves. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. so true. <laughs> Yeah, and no one was talking about that, right? Like no one was to say like, "Oh, I'm I'm really needy." Not only in, in romantic <laughs> relationships, but I rely on my friends for almost everything.
0: Nobody wants to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No. Why about you? Yeah,
1: like my best friend, we were attached at the hip from what fifth grade all through high school. And everyone knew that. Everyone thought we lived together. Everyone thought it, we were just like inseparable. And we, of course, we had our own separate lives. But when we came to college and we went to different areas, we had to understand what it was like to live almost without each other. You know what I mean? Like that was like my, my rock. Right. And she still is to this day. But it, we had to learn how to be independent. You know, we had to Absolutely. learn how to s- emotionally support ourselves and not, you know what I mean? Always have to rely on something outside of you to give you the support you need. So definitely been through that multiple times and i'm sure it's not the last time (laughs) but (laughs) now i look for relationships that kind of match also what i need i need people that are really independent because i can't be there all the time you know i can't i can't be that person all the time and so i also need friends that that respect that and if they don't respect that then
0: we're not friends
1: (laughs) it could be acquaintances you know what i mean like the level never change but (laughs) yeah
0: how is how does that play into romantic relationships though Ooh. because those are a little bit different yeah because sometimes you can't i mean <laughs> let me know let me know if you yeah. do but sometimes like with your significant other mm-hmm. if you tell them like okay we're not talking every day yeah they're gonna be like well then who are you talking to right, right when <laughs> you're not talking to me yeah um with
1: romantic relationships i feel it is different but even then in my past it's not like i'm not a texter in general i don't like it at all mm. i would prefer we have a five minute conversation about how your day is going rather you like than talking on the phone yes oh my gosh yeah rather than <laughs> rather than um you know what i mean like rather than me text you how's your day going And you say it was going good like no like I, that's a big like, give me a little brief You know, introduction, how your day was, and I'm good for the day. Like, I don't need a constant, you know, I don't need that. Some people really need it. Some people, that's how they feel loved. For me, I'm so busy, (laughs) like, not even joking. Like, I'm so occupied in my hours. Well, amen. That that if you expected that of me, you're always going to be disappointed with me. Like so, okay. it wouldn't even work. <laughs> it would you'd would always feel like one, I was texting somebody else, or <laughs> you know what I mean, someone else had my time. Yeah. But also, I would have to figure out balance too of what they need. They need because if I if I love and care about them, you know what I mean, I have to also compromise. So if that means I normally don't, I normally don't text you five times a day, but you feel like it's needed, like I care five about you. Five is a lot. <laughs> Well, that's two, that's uneven too. So two people that didn't need to be like six times in order for it to be back and forth at least three times.
0: That (laughs) is so funny. I know, you can't not respond.
1: But yeah, and also (laughs) when I do text, it's like big messages. It's not like a okay. You know what I mean? It's like a whole paragraph, so you get a good chunk of what's going
0: on. I love that. I think that's something that I've noticed personally because a big thing for me like this year was I didn't want to be on my phone. Mm -hmm. And so, so much of my time was spent texting yeah and so sometimes like even like my very like my closest friends yeah like i don't text them anymore because Mm. i'm i i want to i want to see you i hate talking on the phone Mm -hmm. i hate it i would rather drive 20 minutes i
1: love talking on the phone i
0: love hearing people's voices
1: facetime is kind of weird but i i'll do that too but i like i mean i guess
0: it's just old school for some reason talking on the phone to me it just seems like a waste of my time (laughs) I don't know but what it is. But typing something is not a waste of your time. Oh, it is. Okay. No, okay. no, I <laughs> agree with you. Texting is awful, especially because mm-hmm. tone.
1: That, that's why calling is so important to me.
0: Because you can you can hear the way someone said something. Right. You know, especially, like, if you know them. Mm. I can see your facial expression when you say something. Because yeah. I I'm super sarcastic. Me too. So, like, if I'm <laughs> typing something...
1: Right, you might take it a whole other way. Exactly.
0: And I didn't even mean it like that. Mm -hmm. And so, but like I said, I'm trying not to be on my phone and I'm trying to be like one with myself. Mm -hmm. Present. And and so I feel like sometimes that's hard. Mm. And so like you were saying, like in romantic relationships, there is a lot of compromise.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And so if your significant other was to tell you, okay... All I'm asking for is 10 texts a day. Yeah. Are you going to send us 10 texts?
1: I I will. But I also need like, hey, if it's a Wednesday, like today, these are my busiest days. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was like, these are the days where it's really going to be hard for me to do that. So please give me some grace. Like, let me get eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm also like, I feel like when, when it comes to romantic situ-, situ not situations, romantic relationships.
0: Situationships. hate those
1: no thank you um but (laughs) but romantic relationships like you also have to know what you're doing like why are they in your life like are you trying to build something with this person are you are they there just for the meantime is it strictly sexual is it strictly mental like what what are you guys doing together this was so fun i know i love it i
0: loved this you have to come back on anytime anytime just let me know a great Flowing yes. conversation. Yes. Thank you so Super much. organic. Yes, no problem. <laughs> Very Thank you for organic. Me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.